my first couple shop experience was amazing. Oh. But I remember getting jealous. Mm, interesting. Okay. Because another girl made a comment. I was like, oh my God, it yeah. wasn't me. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I get these like, like insecurities, like, why can't I be that one? Mm-hmm. And so when they left, I told him and he was like, well, we didn't set that rule. And I was like, I didn't know I was going to feel that way. Yeah, but that's fair. So for a little bit, it was, you only come for me. And yeah. then that gets mm-hmm. real old real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call it like the cum dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that person anymore. <laughs> Welcome back for another episode of Interstates and Heartbreak. I'm really honored to introduce today's guest. I have Erica Troyer. Welcome. Hello. And so we've actually met in maybe the most unique way I've met a podcast guest so far. We actually met through my boyfriend and she is an insurance claims adjuster. They were on the phone and, you know, somehow got on the topic of my dating podcast and then her relationship status. And we decided, you know, she has to be a guest and you will see why very shortly. So thank you so much for joining. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So, you know, I kind of just have to dive in. I feel like we have so much to cover. Just dive right in. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason why, you know, you and my boyfriend kind of started talking and he recommended to me that I reach out to you was because you mentioned that you were involved in the lifestyle and that you had had this relationship and things kind of went awry and you were going through the divorce proceedings and all of that. And so I just kind of wanted to dive in with a question for those who might not be familiar of how do you define the lifestyle? lifestyle or what they call swingers, Mm -hmm. they define it as you're in an open marriage, but there's rules. Mm -hmm. So everybody has their own set of rules Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's very, (laughs) it's very free. There's absolutely zero judgment in lifestyle. You, there's a lot of trust involved. There's a lot, of course, people get jealous, but there's a lot of trust involved and there's a lot of communication, mm-hmm. a ton of communication, because mm-hmm. that is the number one key in any relationship. Yeah. But especially when you are sharing your partner with somebody else. Yeah. I can only imagine. It's like you have to set very clear boundaries, very clear guidelines. And also, I mean, you mentioned that there's jealousy. I feel like there is. humans human. are just inherently jealous. We are human. Yeah. So I feel like it actually takes so much maturity to yes. maintain a healthy relationship mm-hmm. when you're being open with your partner. Lifestyle is something that a lot more people than you think are in it. Mm-hmm. It's just very quiet. It's coming out more and more yeah. as like we grow and the world yeah. changes. It's coming out more and more. But it's something that was so secretive mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Because people were afraid to try it. But once they try it, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I've met the best people in this lifestyle. I have met some of my lifelong friends mm-hmm. of all different ages. Couples that have been together for like 40 years and Come couples on. that have been together three months yeah. and are working towards that 40 years. So mm-hmm. 
uh, you meet a ton of people and you go through their life with them. We do things without kids and then we do things with our kids as families, as normal people. Yeah, yeah. Because we are normal people. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you mentioned that it used to be more secretive. Yes. Because I wanted to ask what led you to open up during this phone call. (laughs) I actually don't know. I think it was (laughs) – I'm really into podcasts. Mm -hmm. And so I was really interested in what your podcast had to offer the world. Mm -hmm. And so the relationship part of it, I was like, I have a great, (laughs) great relationship podcast idea. (laughs) So I was able to open up with your boyfriend Mm -hmm. because he was so – excited about your podcast and which was totally cute to me Mm -hmm. um and so i was like listen like have her call me i will talk to her about anything Uh, my life is very an open book it mm -hmm. is not a secret with me at all i will talk about it all day long i love that like my parents know my family knows they're Mm -hmm. all very supportive of me Mm -hmm. and nothing surprises them anymore yeah at all Yeah, I remember you were telling me even about the time when your mom started to inquire and her response, I think, was probably more ideal than most parents' responses might be, which is awesome. Yeah, so my mom on my birthday took me to breakfast and was saying, I've seen you post that Brie girl a lot lately. (laughs) And of course, I'm married, or I was actually at the time with Ryan. Mm -hmm. And so um, I see you posting this Brie girl a lot lately. Is she – are you guys a thruple? And I love she, that your mom knew the word she also. She came out and said it. And I yeah. was like, yes. And she was like, okay, I need to meet her. And the first time they met, she actually brought her son over. Aww. And my parents took them on like Papa Dave, mm-hmm. Grandma Debbie. Mm-hmm. And they took that piece of my life on as another – part of a relationship. So yeah. they didn't separate Brie. That was another daughter-in-law included. So it was a bonus daughter-in-law. It was nothing separated. Yeah. That's amazing. It, it was so it inclusive. Was, it made life so much easier. Yeah. Because Brie is very secretive. She doesn't tell oh, her family. Okay. Doesn't she has an Instagram that her family doesn't follow. Wow. Ryan and I are very open. Yeah. Because I can't remember what I wore yesterday. So I can't remember <laughs> what secrets I'm going to tell. You told and yeah, didn't tell. I yeah. Can't tell. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That probably makes it so much easier. I guess I would love to kind of back up and hear about when you officially entered lifestyle and I guess also what your relationships were like before and what kind of led to your decision that this was the way to go. Okay. So I was married to my high school sweetheart. Oh my gosh. And my former husband, number one, we'll Mm -hmm. call him. (laughs) (laughs) Former husband, number one, we are high school sweethearts. We had gone to kindergarten together in high school our junior senior year or summer of senior year we were like we should probably give this a go mm-hmm. so we got married at a very young age but we had our son Ryan and then another son Derek mm-hmm. and i think 7 years later we just were so young we grew so far apart yeah that we didn't know what we were doing anymore mm-hmm. and so we called it quits on the marriage i get along a hundred percent with my ex and his new wife oh. and she's the best stepmom ever. Mm. And so we co-parent, we do birthday parties and everything together. So then fast forward into my crazy years. Cause I was a mom and a wife at a very young age. I never yeah. got to party yeah. and like experience oh like gosh, the so dating true. world. Well, 
I had met my friend Richard and he introduced me to his girlfriend, Annie, who was bisexual. And I was attracted to her. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is new. Mm -hmm. Her personality and her love for life and her outgoingness just had me completely attracted to her. Yeah. Richard, I was like, oh, it's just Richard. (laughs) But I actually became a part of their relationship for a short period of time before I met Ryan. Okay. And then I met Ryan – A friend of mine, her name is Lisa, she introduced me to Ryan through a dick pic. What? (laughs) Before the face? Before the face. And it had lipstick on it. Wow. Okay. I mean, that must have been an impressive dick pic. It was a very impressive dick pic. (laughs) And I, she gave me his number Mm -hmm. and I text him and I said, since I have yours, here's mine. And I'll see you on Wednesday. Oh, my God. I love this so much. And that was our love story. Wow. Two years into the relationship, um, our girlfriend, Bree, she was married and we met her and her husband through the lifestyle. Okay. And she was going through divorce. Yeah. And I always tell people I won her in the divorce. Mm -hmm. Oh. I was just there for her. I was, you know, she was gorgeous and beautiful and I just was super kind and mm-hmm. I really love that about a person if they're really kind and I yeah. get along with them and mm-hmm. so she became a huge part of our life like a huge part of our life Aww. and I gave her a ring oh really I did oh my gosh and I made her my girlfriend mm-hmm. and then she decided she didn't want to do lifestyle anymore that she wanted to pursue mm. having her own husband and okay. her another kid which we totally understood yeah But that led to, like, a void in my marriage. Okay. And so when that happened, my marriage kind of fell apart after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, We missed her. Yeah. And so it just – it ended up just being – it ended. Mm -hmm. And they still hang out. I – I can't be around them. It's too hard for me because I was yeah. in love with two people. Yeah. 100% in love with two people and it is possible. So it's like double heartbreak for you. It was double heartbreak for me. That's I was I divorced two people at oh one time. It just was less expensive on one than the other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really heartbreaking. And I also wanted to ask, you know, I mean, I guess it's a very traditional vanilla question as yeah. someone who's not in lifestyle. But when, you know, you approached Brie and you said, I want you to be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. First question is, is she distinctly your girlfriend or would you say that she was both of your girlfriends? She was both of our girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Okay. She absolutely was. Ryan treated her when I got coffee, mm-hmm. she got coffee. Oh. I mean, Ryan was great. He packed up all of the bags for the trips we would go on he would Mm -hmm. pack up everything i mean me and brie sat on the couch and just watched (laughs) as he did everything to make his weekend i mean don't get me wrong he he won in the end yes he has two beautiful girls on his arm absolutely he's like i'll do whatever you ladies want whatever it takes he was great with it so brie was absolutely both of our girlfriends but Mm -hmm. i think that brie was more in love with me and not in love with him. It was more like uh, there were best friends, which they were best friends. Yeah. And their relationship was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Um, okay. They gave each other shit all the time. Yeah. They fought like brother and sister, which is gross. But <laughs> they, they fought all the time and they would give each other crap. And I'm over here like, be kind, choose kindness, guys. Aww, you're like mediating. I'm this mediator. And then 
you know, all the rules were made through me. So mm-hmm. if something happened, they were like, mom, like, <laughs> what do we do? And I'm oh like, oh, God. man, here we go. Oh, when you decide to play with another individual or another couple, mm-hmm. how do you kind of move from the distinction of like, oh, this is maybe a one-time thing or casual to then saying, no, actually, I want you to be more established and form okay. a relationship with me or us? Um, I think with Brie, it was like an instant connection thing. And I felt so bad that she was going through such a bad divorce that mm-hmm. I took her under my wing as like my girlfriend instantly. We had the best summer of 2019 Mm. that we could ever imagine. We had the time of our lives. And it was probably the best year of my entire life. Wow. And we would go to the resort all the time Mm -hmm. and we would play. We brought other couples in. But if it was a no for one of us three, it was a no for all of us. So you guys are selective. It's like once you make it through all three, that's some validation. It's some validation. So And we met great couples. Mm Mm-hmm. Sexy couples, intelligent couples, mm-hmm. couples that were just funny that we love to be around. Yeah. For lifestyle, it's not about superficial looks. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. if you can talk to somebody and just feel their energy. Yeah. And then you are like, cool, wanna go have sex? <laughs> <laughs> wanna play? <laughs> I think that's amazing because I know when we were talking initially, I was just saying the world of dating, particularly when you're online dating, I feel like it's inherently superficial. It is extremely superficial when you are online dating. Yeah. I have never done online dating. I am so much more personality. I can see somebody and be like, cool, like he is gorgeous or Mm -hmm. she is gorgeous. But if I talk to them and they're like a bag of rocks, I'm like, oh. Where do we go from here? Where do I go from there? And I, you get that with anybody. Yeah. I mean, you see a guy at a bar and he's cute. Mm-hmm. But you talk to him and you're like, oh, where, where's yeah. all the colors? Like, where's the fun? Mm-hmm. Or you see a guy that you maybe would never talk to. Mm-hmm. But that's the love of lifestyle is mm-hmm. you don't think that you have that type. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have this type and mm-hmm. your type is intelligent or yeah. – a curvy body or I like my girls a little thicker. Oh. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. like a nice big butt to grab onto. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never would have thought that before. But it's yeah. not always about being in perfect shape yeah. or having the most gorgeous face. Mm-hmm. It is all about, like, can you love enough mm-hmm. to be in a room with a bunch of people and love everybody at once Yeah, without yeah. – flipping out <laughs> because are hap- you stable yeah <laughs> are you stable what what is in your medicine cabinet <laughs> it's very free yeah and i imagine so i would love to actually also dive into like meeting people at clubs and so much fun what that's like because i imagine it's really nice too because you know if you go out and it's just a regular bar that's not tailored to meeting people in particular it's awful yeah, I feel like because I remember when I would go out and I would be hoping to meet, maybe meet someone in person because that was my preference, right? right. Like I've met my boyfriend now. We met online and it's uh-huh. obviously great, but I feel like, you know, you go through a lot of connections that are less than ideal when you're dating online. It's a lot of kissing bad frogs. Yeah. And so I was very much like you. I was like, people's energy matters. And so if you meet someone in person, I feel like you can kind of get beyond the surface. And so... It was just a lot of pressure to be like, well, 
I don't know, like, do I go up to this person? What if they're in a relationship? What if they're just not looking to meet anyone? It's the fun part. It is fun, but, like, I feel like you really have to get out of your head. But I feel like that layer of anxiety is kind of taken out when you're, you know, at an event for lifestyle because everyone's kind of there for more or less the same purpose and, you know, people are more open. Yes. So, okay. So when you're at a lifestyle club, Mm -hmm. The man will never approach the wife or the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. The man approaches the man. Okay. So if Ryan thought somebody was good looking Mm -hmm. and wanted to get to know them or notice their cue on the dance floor or they have this like aura about them, like they just want to talk to you more, Mm -hmm. Ryan would go up to the husband. Okay. And he would address the man saying, I really like your wife's energy. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Ryan. Okay. I would go up to a female if I thought the men was attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a girl's girl. So yeah. if I see a hot girl, I'm like, oh, your wife is hot. You better watch her. I'm going to steal her from you. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. But we went to a regular bar. Mm-hmm. And I had some guy grab my ass and I almost lost it. Oh, my it. God. And yeah. because I – The disrespect. I, I, there's disrespect. In lifestyle, if you want to touch somebody's butt, you ask. Yeah. They say yes or they say no. If it's a no, they're like, cool. Yeah. But you have a nice butt. Yeah. Yeah. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. I mean, there are creepy – okay, never go to a lifestyle club on single male day. Oh, so they have designated single male day. Is it – and you told me that – when you have a single male who's looking to join a couple or a group, it's called a bull. Correct. So it's like a bull night. Oh, yeah. Don't go on bull night. Sometimes they sit around jacking off wait, watching you have sex. <laughs> oh, my God. In a circle. That's it's very A literal up- circle jerk? Oh, it's a circle jerk. Okay. Yeah, that's We that's went aggressive. one time, our single male, and it was at the pool. Mm-hmm. We went and because Ryan had two girls. Yeah. It was, do you need help? Do you <laughs> – and Ryan's like, no, I got this. I do yeah. it all the time. Yeah, you're like, he's he, like, I do it all the time. Not. Yeah. So <sighs> yeah, I mean, it is very hard to get into a lifestyle club as a single male. It's very expensive, and you have to be validated by a oh, couple. Oh, okay. So if that male is inappropriate with another couple or a female, mm-hmm. that person that validated them loses their membership. Oh, so it's like there's a lot at stake. Before I mean, you just I bring don't in think anybody. I would validate any single male just wow. because I would not be responsible not if the they risk. got too drunk or for me that's my life yeah it's my happy place I'm not gonna risk it because mm-hmm. you were creepy with a girl and I brought you in and I validated yeah. you yeah so wow. <laughs> for me I haven't ever validated a man to come in and typically you don't just bring a friend as a male and just mm-hmm. I mean it yeah. happens yeah where you go as a friends and you get in as a couple mm. oh okay yeah you get in as a couple but, but you're you, kind of like wingman wingwoman wingman wingwoman which is not recommended yeah I kind of love out of context that quote I've never validated a man I have to never, get in a club <laughs> no I have never validated a man to get in a club that was my happy place and mm-hmm. no man is going to take away no my lifestyle absolutely not I have a great reputation in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I have amazing friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about Tom and Bunny. Oh, yeah. I Tom and Bunny. Them. I was there my first time in my club and I was done up. Mm-hmm. And I was in a corset and little fishnets and heels. Mm-hmm. And my hair was done. And I was like done. And I was scared out of my mind. Oh, my god! And it must have been red all over my face. Oh. 
Tom and Bunny were the bartenders that night. And they ran that club Mm -hmm. at Freedom Makers. And so they pretty much knew everybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. They put us at a table with like older people. Mm -hmm. And they took us under their wing. Oh. By the end of the night, I was dancing on the bar. Wow. Like Coyote Ugly Stuff. She's out of her shell. I was out of my shell. (laughs) They had given me so much to drink. (laughs) (laughs) But I was on the bar dancing and I was pulling up girls and dancing with them and putting on shows for like the whole club. And it was my first time. What? It was my first time. But Tom and Bunny made me feel so comfortable. They are Mm -hmm. probably the best humans in lifestyle. Um, The other couple would be Jason and Candace. They are part of the pool side of the resort. So okay. were on at FA, there was the club and the pool. The pool is shut down now. Mm. Oh, okay. um, because of COVID or? They sold it. Oh. Yeah, the cool. owner died. Mm. And so they sold it. But Candace and Jason took me under their wing at the pool. Mm-hmm. And so Candace was the bartender. Jason was this like. Gorgeous older man. I have a thing for older men. Oh, okay. Which we'll get into. We'll get into that <laughs> later. I have a thing for gray hair. <laughs> um, yeah, Candace was the cute bartender wife, and mm-hmm. Jason was this outgoing personality that everybody was drawn to. Mm-hmm. And those two couples have been married a very long time mm-hmm. and the best humans I've ever met. Wow. And I owe my lifestyle experience to Tom and Bunny and Candace and Jason. So, yeah, without them, I would have never come out of my shell like that. Yeah. But they took me out of their wing with people who have been married for years, and I was like, that's the life I want. Yeah. Aspirational. It was so much fun. Yeah. And I imagine it's like if you're already nervous and kind of questioning, should I be here, and then you have a negative experience, that could have changed the whole trajectory of you coming out. I always say one bad coach will ruin a kid's career absolutely and that's how i felt my coaches they put me in the game they cheered me on (laughs) and they were like get a girl yeah they were all about just making my lifestyle experience a time of my life and it was great yeah gosh so that first night like did you end up just kind of dancing and enjoying the bar experience or did you end up like going home with someone or okay so at the club there's Mm -hmm. 69 playrooms 69. 69 playrooms. They're redoing it, so there might be more now. Okay. I, at that time, had the rule of no males coming in. So Mm -hmm. even if there was a couple, Mm -hmm. I would only play with the girl. Okay. And so I would only play with the girl so the guys would watch. And they were very respectful with it. So I would go home with my my guy, Mm because at the time we were just boyfriend girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I would go home with him. She would go home with him. But they're all wild and crazy because we just hooked up. Like two girls just hooked up in front of them and they're like, yeah. I mean – it was a sight for sore eyes. It was beautiful. It was mm-hmm. great. Like, he would introduce me to girls and I would hook up with them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, me and him would go do our thing. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, let's try a couple. Mm-hmm. Well, my first couple swap experience was amazing. Oh. And so much fun. But I remember getting jealous. Mm, interesting. Okay. Because we had not set hard rules for that. Like, Yeah. And another girl made him come, and I was like, oh, my God, it wasn't me. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, I get these, like, like insecurities, like, why can't I be that one? Mm -hmm. And so when they left, I told him, and he was like, well, we didn't set that rule. And I was like, I didn't know I was going to feel that way. Yeah, that's fair. So for a little bit, it was, you only come for me. And then that gets Mm -hmm. real old real quick. (laughs) (laughs) They used to call it, like, the cum dumpster. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be that person anymore. (laughs) 
And so that got old for me. So if I saw it happen, I'd be like, just make, go for it. Pull out and do what I got to do. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was, that was a really fun experience, except for that was like my first jealousy moment because yeah. I was watching him with another female, which had never happened before. Mm, yeah, that's, I imagine, a lot to kind of process for the first time. Yes. Uh, but he was so good. Like a lot of couples, like, will do like a recoup on Sundays. So they'll play Friday, Saturday, and they recoup together on Sundays. And that's That's what we did. A lot of like the older couples will do it. They'll like Mm -hmm. have just a date day. And you need that to kind of like rekindle that. Like, oh, you've just had this hot and heavy two days. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I want to have a hot and heavy day with you now. Yeah. And kind of like just talk about it and tell me what your fantasies were and what you liked and what you didn't like. And Let's have breakfast and have more sex. And, like, yeah. of course, I'm, like, exhausted come Monday. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So what other boundaries did you both put into place? Our boundaries were, in my marriage, it was nobody plays without me in the room and mm. nobody plays without him in the room. Yeah. So there was no one-on-one. Okay. So the difference between that is if you – it's called polyamory. Mm-hmm. And poly means that your husband or wife can mm-hmm. go on dates separate outside of the marriage. Got it. Or have sex with another couple without them being in the room. Yeah. I'm not that confident. <laughs> so yeah, that's it, another takes, level. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of trust, mm-hmm. which I had a lot of trust. But it takes a lot of confidence. And yeah. sometimes... I just never got to that level and mm-hmm. I probably will never get to that level. Yeah. But I like to be involved. It's so much fun and I yeah. don't mind watching. Yeah. Yeah. I put together seven people one time. Wow. And I was the seventh person and I was watching all six of them play. Oh my God. And I was amazing. done up in Dominatrix outfit. What? And I just sat there and I was like, look what I created. Oh my God. <laughs> look what I. <laughs> yeah. They look all at my masterpiece. Stopped, they all stopped and looked at me and they're like, <laughs> and I was like, I did this. Yes. That's powerful. I did this right here. That's all me. Okay. Look at all these gorgeous people on my bed right now. (laughs) As someone who like loves event planning and throwing parties, I'm like, this is sounding pretty interesting. Right? Oh my God. How satisfying. You can event plan my next swingers party. All right. Call me up. I'll be there. (laughs) Oh my God. So, okay. I would love to kind of backtrack a little bit okay. and kind of hear more about your relationship with Ryan because you had like a really steamy start, you know? So really steamy start. when you first, you know, sent him your photo in return, did you kind of expect that it might blossom into something else more serious? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I showed up at his house. He had just gotten back from China for a work business and they gave him this really expensive whiskey or mm. vodka it was white it was clear Ooh. so i don't know but it was yeah. really strong so we took two shots of that nice. i dropped to my knees i started giving him head we had sex for a while i literally high-fived him <laughs> smacked him on the butt said good game and i left oh my god what a power move. i said i'll see you next wednesday nice so every wednesday for about three months mm-hmm. I was there, but I got really sick at one point. Oh, okay. And so I stopped coming on Wednesdays, but I just mm-hmm. didn't let him know because we weren't anything. So yeah. I didn't feel like I had to let him know. Yeah. So he calls me and he's like, so I kind of like you. Like, where'd you go? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm really sick. And I showed him a picture of the IV in my arm because I was at home with an oh, IV. Oh, my God. And I sent him a picture of it and he was like, oh, well, can you still have sex with that IV? <laughs> 
I was like, you know what? male response. I was like, you know what? I think I can. So you're a trooper. You, you're a true. I would have also been like, maybe, but like you have to come here at the very Yeah, least. no, I was like, I'll be right over. Oh my God. So I went over. I mean, it's been a while for me. It's been like three weeks. Yeah. That's a while for some people. But that's, yeah. That's a long time for someone who has sex regularly. Totally. And is sex fanatic. I love it. <laughs> so it's been three weeks. And so I showed up and we talked about going to the club together. Okay. When we first had started talking, I literally looked at him and I was like, this guy never shuts up. <laughs> Stop. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I said, this guy never shuts up. He's an engineer. Oh, he okay. He is intelligent beyond belief. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I look over at him and I'm like, this is never going to work. <laughs> this is never going to work. He is <laughs> too smart. He never shuts up. He smokes a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not into it. Yeah. Well, apparently I was into it. Oh. And weeks go on and we're spending we're we're going to Lowe's together at one point. And I'm wow. like, what am I doing? Like wife job status. I was like, what are we doing? And I asked him, I was like, so are you hooking up with anybody else? He's like, no. And I was like, okay, neither am I. Wow. And then we went to the club on the first night, and I think you know the first time he told me he loved me, I was giving him head. <laughs> yes. He was like I think you're in love with me. And I was like, I stop, I look up and I'm like, what? And he was like, you love me, don't you? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> and he's like, well, I love you. And I was like, okay, I love you too. Aww. And I continued. Oh my God. I mean, you must give really good blowjobs. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm also really good at going down on a girl. Oh, apparently. okay. Yeah, no, that was our first I love you. Everything's so sexual and so romantic, right? Yeah, like, honestly. So romantic. It's literally like an erotic romance novel. Nobody right now. knows. We've done everything. When we got a girlfriend, we got this thing called a Sibian. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. And you need to describe what that is. Okay, so a Sibian is. Like a horse with a dildo attached to it and something that vibrates your clit. However, it's controllable, like a remote control, and it all plugs into the wall. Oh, my God. So can you imagine? Your floors <laughs> shake. Like, oh shake. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. And so you're on it, and it, I mean, 13 seconds later, you're done. Wow. So you have to, like, I'll control yeah. it for the girls, and they yeah. go nuts, because I, I'll lower it, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll be like, boom. Full control. Full control. Boom. And it's a control thing for me. Yeah. Also, when I have a strap on, and I can get behind a girl, mm. I love the control over yeah. it. But I'm very submissive to men. Mm. In bed, but I'm very yeah. dominant to females in bed. I mean, it's cool that you have this outlet for both sides of that. Yeah, I'm very submissive to my man mm-hmm. in bed. I'm very dominant when it comes to females. Yeah. And I think that's just because I want to let you know, like, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Presence felt. Yep. Wow. Game, set, match. <laughs> Good game, good game. Good game. I like <laughs> smack them on the butt on the way out, like, good game. Oh my God. Okay, so like when did you decide, like, okay, we are in love and now we're gonna get married and oh, build this God. life together? Um, so 2019, November, well, he had proposed to me mm-hmm. and um again, another sexual way. <laughs> so he had proposed to me, and then in 2019 in November. Our friends from Vegas came down, and then Brie was there. So it was Mm -hmm. Russ and Karen, who we played with in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then it was also Mm Brie. 
I kept getting told, like, you have to be ready by this time. And I'm like, mm. well, why do I have to be ready? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And so I was like, okay. We were planning on getting married in Jamaica oh, in May. Okay. And then we were going to do the courthouse, just like a simple courthouse yeah. because you can't legally get married in Jamaica. Yeah. So we were going to do the courthouse. Well, he had this very, very thoughtful idea. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I have a surprise for you. And it's coming at, I want to say, 4 o'clock. Okay. And I was like, cool, I'm getting a new wall unit or, like, <laughs> a TV or, like, a new couch. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And I should have thought, no, it's not that. It's never been that. It's always been not. sexual, Erica. Yeah. I was like, cool, I'm getting a new sex toy. Oh, my God. Um, Simeon so, 2.0. <laughs> so the girls decide they're going to do my makeup. Okay. And my hair. Oh. And I'm wearing black leggings, mm-hmm. a black shirt. I had just had my boobs done gigantic. <laughs> so I had, I was literally a week out from surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I wore a black zip-up sports bra mm-hmm. and like a black cover-up and I tied it in the yeah. front. And I was wearing red chucks. Mm-hmm. Well, he was wearing all black and red chucks. And we walk out and we're like, whoa. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, the girl, this girl comes up and she walks up to the door and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? This is our surprise. We get another girl. Another girl. Woo! I don't think we Even need better. one, but we have another one. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm here to marry you. Oh, my gosh. So we got married in my living room Aww. on November 30th, 2019. Oh, wow. It was very romantic and it was very sentimental. And we, I mean, the three people that were there were amazing people in my mm, life yeah. and I wouldn't want anybody else. Like I didn't have my family there, but of course, like we were going to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew we were going to a swingers resort. They yeah. all knew they couldn't go to the wedding anyways. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it was just three people, me and Ryan and our Christmas tree in the background oh. and I have it all on video and yeah. I cried and oh. he was so romantic with it. So yeah, I, I was sweet, yeah. but I was not expecting to get married that day. That's for sure. Yeah. So, sorry if you mentioned this, but was Brie there when you were getting married? Yes. Okay. She okay. was there. At one point, she had said, well, now I get to be the third wheel. <laughs> and I was like, well, if I could marry you too, I would. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I felt bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you should never feel bad for having time alone with your husband or yeah, anything. Like so, yeah, I mean, no. it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just never excluded her. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I have to ask, what were the sleeping arrangements like? Like when you weren't having sex, would you have separate bedrooms or no. same bedroom? Oh, we had a big king bed, and I'm extremely claustrophobic. So it would be Ryan, me in the middle, and then Bree because mm-hmm. I I was the you're glue. the glue that held I'm them together. The glue that held up. I yeah. made the rules. I made the bed. We yeah. get in it. Yeah, I'm really claustrophobic. So <laughs> we would put Bree in the middle, or Ryan would go in the middle, and I got jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, it wasn't like they were doing anything where I couldn't see or feel. Mm-hmm. And we'd all end up, honestly, if you put us three in bed together, we were playing. Yeah. Yeah. We were never sleeping. <laughs> so I started sleeping on the couch. A li- like when they would fall asleep, I'd sneak out and I'd sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Well, they would wake up and Brie would feel really bad because I wasn't sleeping with my husband. She was. Mm. And so she eventually just started sleeping on the couch and she's like, it's more comfortable. And I'm like, no, sleep in the bed. Mm-hmm. But even at the resorts and stuff, we slept all in the same bed. Yeah. And then I would sneak out to the couch. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, your relationship, like it sounds so beautiful. And I mean... I know. Unfortunately, it came to it an hasn't end. hasn't worked out. 
And so I would just love to hear your perspective on why you think it didn't work out. I know you alluded to it a little bit in the sense that you said Brie wanted to remove herself from the girlfriend position. But then, like, do you have any thoughts about, you know, why you think things kind of fell apart between you and Ryan? Yeah, I ended up having a back surgery in September, Mm -hmm. which immobilized me, which I had the two greatest nurses. They couldn't have been any sweeter for me. I could feel something was off with her. Mm. And I felt something was off months before that. Okay. And so I kind of backed away. Mm -hmm. She had then let us know that she wanted to step out of lifestyle, which wasn't the first time that she let us know that. Mm, Okay. She wanted to date and she wanted to marry again and she wanted another kid. We knew that. Yeah. I even offered to have a baby with her. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so she broke it off in December. Okay. Then New Year's Eve came and we all started drinking again. (laughs) (laughs) We all played and all these emotions came flooding back to me because I was already like trying to process her leaving me again. Mm -hmm. And so we all played and that was the last time we ever played. Okay. So she stepped out and then Ryan's a fixer. Mm. He wanted to know well, why did she step out? Yeah. What did we do wrong? Why couldn't we be enough for her? Yeah. So Ryan was doing that and it was driving me crazy. Yeah. We went to Vegas for three days and he did not stop talking about her the entire time. Mm, yeah. Which yeah. is fine because I'll listen to anything he has to say. However, she made it very clear she wanted her own life. Yeah. And another baby, mm-hmm. even though we kept Logan as a son. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So it was just. Ryan and I were trying to figure out what we could do better. So we were kind of blaming each other, which it fell apart. I also had my back surgery. Yeah. I ended up getting hypothyroidism. And so I was sleeping 18 hours of the day. They thought I was just depressed. Yeah. And I gained some weight because of the hypothyroidism. Well, I got put on medication for the thyroid. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I come back to life. Yeah. It was too late. Oh, my God. I'm really sorry. Yeah. It was too late. I had already, I guess, self-sabotage is the word he uses, but I don't think it, it wasn't was. Self-sabotage. I don't think it was self-sabotage. I was sick. Yeah. And I also knew that if Brie could step out once, she was going to do it again. So I, mm-hmm. I put up a wall. That's fair. You have to protect your I protected feelings. my heart because I really loved her with everything I had. Yeah. So now that she has already said, okay, I want to take a step back. I don't want this lifestyle anymore. Now that her and Ryan are together, does that mean that he has also taken a step back and decided? Um, or- I don't know if they're like together. They are really, really good friends. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they go to the resorts together. They do things while I can't see because I just, you know, have the stomach for it. Yeah. The divorce has gone in so many different emotions and blaming one person to the next and me calling Brie a homewrecker, which sometimes is not fair to do. But I mean, you're human. I'm human. I got angry. But at the end of the day, I just feel like this was not the path that was meant for me with them. Yeah. I met an amazing guy. Yeah. And so he came I was introduced to him by a friend mm-hmm. and he is 12 years older than me mm-hmm. and he just, we feed off of each other. The sex is amazing. Oh it's different with yeah. Ryan. It was very rough, oh. very like hardcore and mm-hmm. sexual and like dominant. Yeah. With this guy, it's 
different. Mm. It's very like energetic. Oh, interesting. Like I, I don't know how to explain it. I get this like energy from him mm. when we're having sex. So it's very different. Wow. So we played with a male, which was my first time ever doing okay, male, female, male. Okay, I was going to ask male. about that because I feel like from what I've, you know, heard, it's mostly two females, one male if it's three individuals. It's called MFM. Okay. So male, female, male mm-hmm. or female, female, male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did male, female, male for the first time ever. How was it? Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was crazy. It was fun and yeah. exciting and like I've never, I was the center of attention. Yeah. It was just something I haven't experienced in a really long time. Yeah, because we've always had a girlfriend, so mm-hmm. the center of attention was Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't ever me. Mm-hmm. And so I was the center of attention for once, and I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is great!" But at the end, my guy was like, "Okay, it's my turn to have her alone." Mm-hmm. And it was like Aww. the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is really sexy, like so dominant. Like he was like, "It's my turn." Yeah, and get he, out. He basically <laughs> told him. Kindly, yeah. Step out of the room. We'll yeah. be out in a little bit. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and do this. What? I know. So it was a reconnect. We call mm-hmm. it reconnects, like reconnect. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I've never done it. I would do it again in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. I loved mm-hmm. it. My favorite is couples, like two couples, mm-hmm. and like a single female or male. Okay. Yeah. So it's there's always one off, but that one off yeah. offsets like a mouth. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's, it's just a lot of, like, energy in one room. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the girls always play together and the guys will come up behind you and play with you. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's just, there's so much going on. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i ready. Like, yeah. I'm ready. And then, you know, there's a lot of breaks. Okay. And there's a lot of, like, let me let me take a break from this. Yeah. Or we all need a timeout. Like, yeah. I call it Gotta water, stay hydrated. Water, it's a water break. Gator, get your Gatorades ready. I love it's all the sports break. analogies throughout yeah. this. <laughs> I'm a big athlete. Like, I love sports. Yes. I was a gymnast for 17 years. Oh, my gosh. The, it runs in my blood. Yeah. The competition side. You can't lose it. Nope. So, obviously, you know, like, when you play with girls, like, you're interested in women. Is there a large presence of, like, men who will play with men and women and what i mean by that is like obviously like you had a third male most recently with your new man yes but like were they both only focused on you or oh yes in lifestyle Mm -hmm. men don't typically or ever play with other men that's interesting okay i mean okay so i'm gonna go into detail right now yeah there is something called dv not okay. domestic violence. <laughs> DV as in double vagina. So you have double oh, penetration, okay. which yeah. is the anal and pussy. Mm-hmm. And then you have double pussy. Okay. Which is double vaginal. Mm-hmm. And we call that DV. And their dicks do rub together. But mm-hmm. they don't get off on that. They get off on because it's so tight. <laughs> like. Oh, like, okay. I misunderstood. Which yeah. is, I thought it was like, oh, well, there's two female. No, I didn't realize it was like. Two dicks, one one hole. Wow. Like this. And I was oh like, my oh. God, I did not know that was the thing. It is my favorite. Oh my God. My absolute go to. I'm honestly like, I'm really trying to like envision like the positioning. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> yes. I'll send I you some Pornhub. I'll send you some Pornhub. I videos. have a whole new category to explore. Wow. I have a lot to show you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, for the listeners, we're getting drinks after this. So the conversation is not ending. It's never ending. <laughs> never ending. Gosh. Wow. That's really, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So 
Also, I mean, clearly you don't need any apps because you've been proposed to four times and you've never online dated. But for people who, you know, they're involved in the lifestyle, are there specific apps for it? Or do you just kind of like... Yeah. Okay. So there's a website. There's no Mm -hmm. app. It's stupid. But it's Cassidy. Mm -hmm. And there's also Swing Lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You have to be verified on them. So Mm -hmm. if you are a couple or a single female or a single male, it is a membership. So you pay like $19 a month or $19.99 a month to yeah. be on this website. Okay. And it only does that to keep the creeps out. Oh, fair. Yeah. Fair game keeps the creeps out, keeps the exes from looking at your, mm, like your yeah. new Cassidy profiles. Yeah. But that's where we find like our plush parties. Mm, okay. A plush party is like you have a house and people are just having sex everywhere. Yeah. Wow. And okay. you have drinks and you have hot tubs going and I will have plush parties at my mm, house. Okay. Yes. Wow. Like oh they'll gosh. do plush takeovers at the resorts and it's like one couple sets it all up. Okay. Why is it called plush? No, I have no idea. I feel like there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, like even when you told me about the upside down pineapples. Oh, upside down pineapples. I had no idea. Okay. For you listeners, if you are ever camping on a family retreat <laughs> – and you see a trailer with an upside down pineapple. Just know that they're looking at you. At you. To come play. Yeah. And if you are game and you are bold enough to do it, knock on their door and give oh, them an upside down pineapple. Yeah. Honestly, I've been like on the lookout for them now. And I feel like I haven't seen any yet. But we also, I just learned about this like a couple days ago. So Yeah. If, you, if you're grocery shopping and you see an upside down pineapple in a cart, that's a trigger. Like, hey, yeah, come I'm, get I'm me. ready. And then, okay. Hot I- wife. Is another one. Hot wife is where the husband allows men to come in and have sex with his wife. Single males. Okay. So are there any other like tells about the community or like terms that maybe people wouldn't know that we can like educate the audience with? Unicorn is a single female. Bull is a single male. Mm -hmm. Upside down pineapples. Um... God, there's so many. Go on TikTok. Go on TikTok and search up hashtag swing talk. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. (laughs) Love it. You will find it. There's a lot. The anklet is hot wife. Wait, really? And yeah. Wait, An- I love anklets. I know. I did you're, not know. You're allowing every male to come in. Is it a certain ankle? No. <laughs> oh, the black <laughs> ring. So I, when I was married, I had a black ring. Okay. I'll show you. Ooh. I had a black tourmaline gem mm-hmm. in mine and he had a black ring too. Okay, okay. The black ring. A lot of the guys will wear their black band, mm. you know, the rubber rings yeah. on their right hand. Okay. And I, that's swinger. I have seen those. I didn't know. God, there's so many. <laughs> I can't even think of all of them right now. There's so many. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I oh. mean, how I keep my man happy is I let him fuck my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're secure enough. Yeah, I am absolutely secure. Yeah. So. I'm a very confident person. I am human. Mm-hmm. I do get jealous. Yeah. But you know that's where communication comes in. The exactly. minute there's a red flag or a communication, I'm like, time out. Yeah. I need to talk to you. I don't appreciate this. Or, hey, can we do this differently? And it gets fixed. I've never seen with, with Ryan or actually any guy, I've never seen the the same pattern twice. Yeah. So say I say something I don't like, mm-hmm. it never happened again. That's amazing. Yeah. That's honestly way better than most people in relationships can say. 
Yes. Like I would say 99% of people. The communication in the swing life is stronger than any communication I've ever seen in a regular marriage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to let you go because I feel like there's so much more we could dive into. There's so many. Um, I'll come back. Yeah. You can come back. And selfishly, I'm like, well, I want to have drinks with you. So I feel like this is a great place to wrap it up. Yes. Thank you so much for being so open and I just really appreciate you sharing and I think it's just really insightful and also amazing to hear. I just want more people to explore it if they want to and communicate with your partner if you're interested in it and always let the female take the lead, men. Yes. I love that too. the female take the lead Mm -hmm. because when she's in control, you'll be a happier man. Yes. Happy wife, happy life. Honestly. And don't grab anyone's ass. Unless you ask them if it's okay. At a bar. It's weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You can get hit that way. Yeah. That's how <laughs> you start fights and get a black eye. Right? Yeah. So, yes. But thank you for having me. Of course. I really loved meeting you and coming down here and talking to you. Yeah. Is there anywhere that listeners can find you if they would like to? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram. It's Erica underscore Adams 2917. Amazing. Yeah. And I'll link to that in the show notes. But thank you so much for coming on. Of course. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Leslie Nope, L-E-S-L-I-E-G-N-O-P-E or at Interstates and Heartbreak. Thank you. Thank you. Let's be exclusive. Subscribe to Interstates and Heartbreak wherever you listen to podcasts for more firsthand stories about the unglamorous side of dating in Los Angeles. And while you're at it, you can write me a love letter with a rating and review on Apple. See you next Sunday.